0: My name is Randy, and I would like to welcome you, you, and especially you to the program today. I will be your round mound of podcast sound, pound for pound, the best podcast around. Well, I guess yesterday marked out the one year anniversary that the CDC announced that we are officially. Under a pandemic, a year that has been basically a nightmare for all of us, and uh, has made me want to throw up every day of of this year uh, because I nearly lost a friend today arguing. He basically started attacking the bill that was... Signed by President Biden that it was the start of socialism. And I'm thinking, okay, I got to say something. So I started to say something about Trump and I basically got hung up on. But that's the way it goes. It's been the most divisive, crap-filled year ever. But on a lighter note, uh, Pornhub is starting a new category. Since more people are working from home, uh, they're starting the Pornhubby uh, category. Uh, This is where uh, Zoom uh, videos uh, that were held uh, for official meetings uh, with their places of employment, all the videos that uh, showed women on Zoom meetings with their hubbies running naked in the background through the shot. (laughs) Well, we can only hope, can't we, ladies? uh, For you ladies that would be interested in that. Getting back to that uh, phone call I got, uh, <laughs> I guess he would be only uh, happy if the government did nothing about the pandemic, absolutely nothing if they sat on their ass and didn't design any new laws that well, basically it comes down to it might cut into his wallet a little bit a person who could light a fireplace with a 100 dollar bills uh, every day of his life uh, but and our grandchildren are going to be paying for this and blah blah, blah. isn't that said about any major uh legislation that involves large sums of money of course this is large i guess it's not going to help anybody It's just a piece of socialism. It's not going to help small business. It's not going to help uh, people with kids or our schools open or anything. So I suppose it would be okay if it didn't cost him any more in taxes. Uh, But maybe allow us to get enough vaccine uh, for this to cover everybody. I don't know. I mean, if you're a true, if you're a true Trumplican and don't, I don't know, don't get the vaccine. You should have went to every, every Trump rally without a mask. And I heard at one point that it was estimated that I'm sure some people died from going to Biden rallies. Also, even though they're held more safely than Trump rallies, as everyone can attest to that, that can't even be argued, it was estimated that at Trump rallies that at the time that 700 people probably died because of attending that, bringing it back home and passing it on but whatever I don't want to get into it anymore so yeah let's just let government do nothing about this and then the rich people will be happy Well, on to more sad news, or however you want to look at it uh, for your podcast perusal. I got this uh, picture over Facebook uh, today. Well, not today, a few days ago, I guess it was. But the image is so stark, (laughs) uh, it's a photo that you can never unsee. It's of a guy who, well, let, let me describe it. Uh, let's see. He's got the, I don't know what they're called, but I guess disc in his ear lobe. Uh, it's not totally solid. I mean, you could, uh, it's bigger than a 50 cent piece. By uh, quite a bit, stretching out his earlobe. And he's got the top of his ear. Uh, he's got a bolt in there or something, it looks like. Uh, one of my respondents goes, It looks like he broke into grandma's sewing kit. <clears throat> but you could definitely uh, lay his earlobe on the on the table for a drinking game to get the ping pong ball in into it. Uh, <clears throat> right next to his earlobe, his ear, uh, there is a vine tattooed uh, with the uh, pink flowers on it, and a, a black X right next to it. So the vine goes uh, from the top of a little uh, above the top of his ear to about the bottom of his ear. (laughs) guy's kind of prematurely balding, it looks like. Uh, He's got a little vine tattooed over his eyebrow. And he's got one of those uh, disc uh deals in his nose that's open that you could throw a dart into it wouldn't fly all the way through but (laughs) and of course he's got a bunch of studs in his uh face too and a big one on his chin the bottom of his chin's tattooed black and he's got the letter e Kind of an abstract E there, tattooed. He's got a skull uh, on his kind of throat and neck on the side by the earlobe with flowers for eyes. He's got another X more towards the center of his uh, uh, throat. (laughs) It's like, uh, oh my God ah, you man, people are just going nuts over this photo on my Facebook responding to this this guy uh obviously isn't planning on doing any job interviews i I, I wouldn't think <laughs> if he got an interview, the guy'd probably go. Oh, my God, I don't want nightmares. Please leave. (laughs) You can just imagine now, uh, below the waist, they got the uh, Prince Albert, uh, isn't that what they call that when your member is studded? Thank God he didn't show the rest of himself. But (laughs) of tattoo and... uh, And other face implants, Uh, this is, I would say, a, well, let me find that sound effect. Uh, Do I have it on here? Well, it's a major fail anyway. Maybe this one here will work. Uh Uh-oh, we got a moron here. Yeah, that works. (laughs) It's very grotesque. So he's ready for Halloween, and I don't know if he's ever tried to get through airport security. Uh, All this uh, metal he'd have. (laughs) i have to extract a lot of stuff uh, before getting on an airplane. And if I was a passenger and saw that and knew we were getting on the same flight, I'd probably go back to the counter. Is there a later flight I can uh, take? (laughs) but it's just amazing and here I thought the guy that was totally bald that had the checkerboard tattooed all over his face and head was the worst I could see in that photo the guy kind of looked at the camera he goes yeah I'm a moron (laughs) Uh uh-oh we got a moron here but this, uh, deserved the double moron. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll put it up on my Facebook, uh, site for you to peruse. Okay. I have the picture posted to my infotainment Facebook page. Beware though. If you do look at it, you will never unsee it <laughs> fee. Got all this done before he like visited his parents. I could see both of them dropping dead from cardiac arrest. I could see him in a punk band as lead singer (laughs) with other uh, members of the band with hideous face art. And they could call the band, You Failed. So, tell all your friends uh, to look at my Facebook page and to check out uh, the most hideous, grotesque, failed face art picture ever. (laughs) If this guy was in the woods, say in Oklahoma, and ran into a Bigfoot, he probably, Bigfoot would probably run for its life, (laughs) which is kind of the topic for my next segment of the podcast. For those of you who have contemplated the existence of Bigfoot people in Oklahoma, well, researchers, there is now a $2.1 million Bigfoot bounty. For those of us that are out there, Now we've got to worry about all these idiots going out into the woods. Oklahoma State Representative Justin Humphrey has already proposed more than a dozen pieces of legislation this year, writing a bill that would make it a felony to cast contempt on the American flag, another that would allow public school teachers to face legal action for including unorthodox views, as part of the curriculum, and a third that would require vaccine manufacturers to disclose whether their vaccines contain tracking devices. The Republican, whose district includes four counties in the southeastern part of the state, also authorized Bill 1648, which directed the State Department of Wildlife Conservation to establish an annual hunting season for uh, Bigfoot. What we want to try to do is offer a bounty of $25,000 for a real-life Bigfoot. Humphrey said in a video posted to his Facebook page, our goal is not to kill Bigfoot. We want to make sure that everybody understands that we're not trying to shoot Bigfoot. What we want to do is trap Bigfoot. Well, if it's trap versus being killed by a raging Bigfoot, I think I would go for the killing of Bigfoot. Although the bill could just be a bonkers way to promote a local Bigfoot festival that hasn't made it popular among the state's other Bigfoot researchers who feel it trivializes their efforts and jeopardizes their safety. The past month has been a complicated one for Bigfoot. Humphrey's bill stalled in committee, which meant that the Oklahoma Department of Wildlife Conservation didn't have to figure out the bag limit for a cryptid, in addition to Bigfoot not being recognized as a wildlife species. We do not have any visible research to suggest that there is a population in Oklahoma at all, let alone a huntable population, and, OWC and ODWC spokesperson side to advice. But on the other hand, Humphrey recently told reporters that the bounty on Bigfoot Oversize head has increased to $2.1 thanks to the producers of an unnamed Hollywood Bigfoot movie. According to the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization, there have been 106 confirmed Bigfoot encounters in Oklahoma, most recently last fall when a hunter in Tulsa County reported hearing some strange knocks in the forest. The state is also the home of the Mid America Bigfoot Research Center, MABRC, and hosts two annual Bigfoot events the Oklahoma Bigfoot Symposium and the Hanobia Bigfoot Festival, which, perhaps unsurprisingly, is in Humphreys District. The organizers of the Hanobia Event declined to comment for this piece. Although Humphrey has pivoted away from the idea of sending armed Oklahomans into the woods to shoot at anything vaguely human-shaped, the idea of trapping Bigfoot hasn't been well-received by state residents who take their Bigfoot sightings quite seriously. It does have a negative effect. D.W. Lee, a longtime uh, Bigfoot researcher and the director of the M.A.B.R.C. told Vice. Humphrey has done it as a tourist trap. He's not really taking it serious. For those of us that are out there, now we've got to worry about all these idiots going out into the woods making whoops, loud vocalizations, and setting traps when they were talking about actually hunting it i told them it was just stupid it still makes for a dangerous combination when you'll have people that have no clue about what they're doing in the woods out there trying to claim two million lee has been quite literally on bigfoot's trail for the past 30 years ever since he saw the legend of boggy creek A film about an oversized ape-like monster that would reportedly been seen in Southwest Arkansas. I was like, well, crap. That's only about a three-hour drive from my hometown. He said I drove down there, poked around for a couple of days, and then started reading about Bigfoot. I learned that Bigfoot was really active in our area in Oklahoma just nobody realized it. We started investigating, having more sightings of them around here, and it just kind of grew from there. In the years since, Lee has led other researchers on week-long expeditions to try to get audio or visual evidence of Bigfoot. We call them a troop, just like chimpanzees, he explained. In our research area, we have maybe two dozen. We know their main routes, and there may be four or five in an area at one time, he said. The main area that we're going to this weekend is a six-mile-long valley that's got a lot of overhangs and stuff like that. Since the weather's supposed to be a little bad, we think we'll have good luck trying to see them down in the valley. Just to reiterate, Lee is serious about Bigfoot. He writes, In the Shadows, a regular column for the Stillwell Democratic Journal about the creature. Recent topics have included Bigfoot's ability to camouflage itself and the differences between step length and stride length. And has designed a thorough multi-step process that the MABRC uses to evaluate the validity of any sightings. He does not have patience for what he calls the woo side of bigfooting. We actually show the research, he said. We're showing evidence that we're actually collecting the audio. The thermal images, we're not going in there. (laughs) Let me try that again. We're not going in there and telling you, oh, Bigfoot disappeared and beamed up to a UFO. (laughs) That's probably QAnon's explanation of it. Uh, And Elvis was up there waving out the window at everybody (laughs) after he left the building. Uh, there's nothing magical or supernatural about what he calls a big screaming monkey of above average intelligence, and he believes that it could be a surviving descendant of Gigantopithecus Blackie. Okay, I butchered that. Sorry. A massive mid. Pleistocene ape, whatever Bigfoot is, Lee said he's had more than two dozen encounters with them. We always have a rule that you don't go down a trail by yourself, he said. But one time I messed up, came around the corner, and there's two Bigfoot carrying a good-sized calf down the trail. All of a sudden, the back of my four-wheeler gets picked up by a third Bigfoot, that had been standing off to the side and I didn't even see. I think all it was trying to do was keep me running into the other two Bigfoot, but it broke the bumper off the back of my four wheeler and left its hand prints on it. It was a pretty big encounter. And of course, he doesn't claim he has any pictures or visual evidence of that, but That kind of unpredictability is what he says increases the danger for untrained Bigfoot trappers who might be lured into the woods by thought of a seven-figure payout. Just because you only see one Bigfoot doesn't mean that another one's not sitting there watching. He warned that they're not going to let you take their buddy without a fight. Then you have to worry about how much tranquilizer you'll need to take one down. If you use too much, you kill the animal. But if you don't use enough, then he's going to be able to tear your arm off and beat you with it. And your leg too, probably. Uh, Lee isn't interested in the money. Now that he thinks any Bigfoot will be caught, as much as he just wants to know the truth about what could be watching us in the woods, My first encounter was in 1997, and after that, I just kept on going, he said. Even if I wanted to quit, the curiosity is what keeps me going. (laughs) So, 2.1 million if you want to uh, trap and kill or kill a Bigfoot and provide uh, real hard evidence that they do exist. Well we do have a couple image blurry images of course they're always blurry. The only one I've seen that's really been clear was that one that was taken many years ago that we've all seen the classic Bigfoot uh, little film there but I'm sure there'll be a lot of hunters out there setting traps and, and that I, I would have a lot of Game cameras and GoPros going along an area just to see what happens. I think that would be even more interesting. That has a high definition, very good quality captures on photos and video. For my money, I would bet on the uh, big game Hunter uh, to capture anything. If you believe this sort of thing, even if you don't uh, get anything, you would have some real stories to tell. Well, I think we've covered all the bases for this podcast. If you'd like to check out my Facebook page and tell your friends to see the most disfigured face you're ever going to see which is really hideous (laughs) check it out and if you like my podcast and would like to make a contribution to it you can do so by paypal at randyms12 at gmail.com now i think it is time to warp drive this podcast to the interwebs You can check out my Facebook page. You can tweet my Twitters at RandyPodcaster. You can email me a comment at randyms12 at gmail.com. Question or concern about this show? Tell me you like it, dislike it, hate it, (laughs) whatever. But if it is good and say an under 10-minute Read, I might read it over the air. But as always, have a pleasant day today and a happy ending tonight.